on this episode of the AIE podcast. Writers of Icarus, be damned. Murloc Masquerade is a must. Friday Fun in Final Fantasy XIV. We have Captain Sybil's STO update. And Abelus and Arv are here to talk to us about some major Star, uh, Star Wars The Old Republic news. All that and more coming up right now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Welcome to episode 263 of the podcast celebrating the Aaliyah Ayakta Est gaming community. The die has been podcast. This is Tetsemi, and to my left is Mew Cow. Catchphrase, because I don't have one yet. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I, guess I can go with the other right. one. Yeah, you can go with the other one. Yeah, the greetings, gamers. There you go. There we go. We'll go with that. And to my right is McCullough. Hey, uh, there's um, some homemade pretzels and some beer cheese soup in the field kitchen. And it was yummy. This week, we're joined by special guests Apollos and Arv, who are here to talk to us about AIE in Star Wars The Old Republic. Welcome, guys. Hello. How are Hello. you? We're doing well. We're doing well. Uh, what have you, let's start with Arv. Arv, what have you been up to in or out of game? Well, I'm been doing the Dark versus Light event in game, which takes quite a bit of time trying to get legendary level. Out of game, I've been kind of playing the heck out of Diablo 3, which I'm trying to finish up before the season ends here on the 14th and the new one starts on the 21st. Say Apples. Well, uh, I've been doing a, a bit of Swotar, and uh, there's a little, a small little game with just three letters called WoW uh, that has got my attention since the a new expansion came out. And uh, there was an invasion and world quest and everything. It's, uh, it's, it has drawn me back in the game uh, in a major way. And, but I have to balance it with the. Yeah, the the world quest can kind of uh, be a time suck, especially because this week is bonus week for the rep you get from them. So it's like, okay, they got to do all the world quests. And Mew, what have you been up to in or out of game besides unpacking boxes? Um, lots and lots of wow that that wow thing he mentioned. Um, trying to catch up to everyone in uh, in the raiding scene because I was kind of moving when uh, when Legion started. So I had about, oh, three weeks to catch up on. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm at uh, 8.24, one point Ooh. away from being, you know, that magical number, which I imagine I'll get today. Um, other than that, um, uh, wishing I had more time for Final Fantasy XIV because there's all kinds of fun stuff happening in there. Um, I ended up missing the, the Friday fun night, which we'll talk about more later. Um, and... Uh, other than that, just lots of unpacking and trying to get the the studio set up, the uh, the uh, broadcast bungalow, as I might call it. So, nice. yep. So that's about all I've been doing. Very cool. Yeah, get some posters on the wall and all all that. Eventually, we got to get some designs for the uh, the screens back here. Yeah. But 
Speaking of WoW, McCullough, rumor has it you logged in and played today. I did. So as we well know, I'm the world's lowest, slowest leveler. And then today I'm like, I really want to play. Let me sit down. I have, you know, two hours off and on to myself. I can get some playing in. And then... Not, not enough. Um, hope maybe I'll get a little more tonight. Um, I just hit 102 because, again, I'm really slow at this. I decided my life goal is to be um, a Valkyr. That's what I decided today. I really like them. Yeah, they're, they're fun. And um, if you play a warrior... Since your warrior class hall is Valhalla, and you get them as well, they're the ones that teleport you down to, uh, back down to Azeroth. They're the ones that you trained the shield maidens go on the quests with you. So yeah, it's all Valkyrs all the time with the warrior class hall. I don't have time to play my warlock, dear, because that sounds like a lot of fun. It is. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll give you a tour of it. <laughs> yeah, I just barely touched the war. Just I decided to just barely touch the warrior starting zone because I kept hearing people talking about that, everything going on there. I was like, yeah, there's definitely going to be some epic stuff happening. So I'm at the point oh, yeah. where I had just chosen the weapon and I'm about to go back to Dalaran. Which weapon did you start with? I'm pretty sure I did sword and shield. Okay, so you did the protection warrior. Yeah, yeah that's fun. Yeah, I figured yep. that wouldn't fit well. Awesome. Okay, okay now well, I want to start a warrior. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Warriors at this point. I I don't know the uh, the rogue class hall is is in and around Dalaran, so you get a you know go in through a bookcase and go into the seedy underbelly of uh, Dalaran. So that's that's been fun as well. But, um, and that's the seedy under underbelly because the the seedy <laughs> underbelly is the PvP area. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, what have you been doing, Kat? What I've been doing is we actually raided, and we got the first boss down in the first raid on normal, first try. Go us. And then I made a bad raid leader decision and took us to the second hardest boss that required the second most amount of coordination, and we banged our head on it for about an hour and a half. So uh, we're going to go to two easier bosses tonight and uh, have some fun with that. So um, other than that, it is World Quest bonus week, as I said, and I've gotten all my reps to Revered, Broken Isles. So I got that part of Pathfinder done. The only thing I have left is I've got two chapters left on the Suramar storyline, and I'm about 3,500 rep from Exalted with um, the Nightfallen. So that should happen hopefully this week, just depending on how I do on the the Withered training. Um, But I've been having fun. I got my mage up to 105 and did most of the storyline for the mage through the part where you have to go to the Arcway. So I don't know if now the... the, uh, storyline is suspended till I get to 110 or if maybe it picks up at like 106 107 and you get a one off but we'll have to see I'm having I'm having a lot of fun with the fire mage but it's very hard not to stand in melee and try and do things and go wait I'm not a tank get out of here but um all right well with that we will be digging into star wars shortly but first 
Let's cover this week's news. AIE News. All right. Fighters of Icarus, after not one but two delays, Rift of the Damned has finally arrived in Writers of Icarus. The patch includes the new tier. I, I don't even know how to say it yet. Tier, tier. Tritel? Yeah, Tritel. Rift Zone. Yeah, I haven't played it enough to hear how they pronounce it in game. Uh, additional cash shops are also open. Uh, floating five player breach dungeon, thirty more familiars to collect, which is you know familiar slash pets slash mounts, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. and an expansion into the Exeron Badlands area. Writers of Icarus is also hosting several events in which brand new and veteran characters will get free gifts for logging in, staying logged in, and even leveling up. All these events will conclude on October nineteenth. And there will be a uh, link to the show now. Yeah, it's it's definitely now. Yeah, log in, hang out, and uh, yeah, lots of fun. All right, Force of Will on the forum asked if anyone was playing Black Desert Online. We did have a guild act guild active during in the game. It's diminished a bit, however. But just a reminder that the or the hashtag general and hashtag LFG channels in the AI Discord server can be used to look for AI folks in. And back to WoW briefly. Are you looking for guild events in game? Well, Nevermore has you covered with her fabulous write up of all the in game vi- events for October in WoW. Head over to the forums and check out her post and find out why Murlocs are involved. There may be a masquerade what the trivia topic for the event is, some good old-fashioned running of the dead, since it's October, basically styled on the running of the beef, and PvP in the underbelly, as we alluded to earlier, which is always fun, especially if you actually have healers and are in an organized group. It's PvP. Is there such thing as organization? Oh, yes. That's called coop. (laughs) That is true. No, that's not organized, darling. Oh, it's very organized. Yeah, just aim aim the kittens in one general direction and things happen. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Alrighty. So, uh, um, Sotar. Sotor, uh, or Star Wars The Old Republic, Escape Podcast 162, How the Fly GSF for DVL. So, uh, at AIECMA, at Max the Gray and Astromech EPC-162. Talk about how to fly GSF for your dark versus light achievements. Link in the show notes. And is that the... Oh, things are happening yep. on the notes. So I guess Sotor's um, uh, Escape Podcast 163 yep. is how to PvP for DVL. I guess flying and PvP, okay. Um, same group of people, AIE SEMA, at Max the Gray and Astromech EPC 163 talk about how to get into PvP for your dark versus light achievements. Especially if you haven't done much PvP. Uh, another uh, link in the show notes. So essentially the, the 162 is flying, 163 is just straight up PvP. Yeah, exactly. Alrighty, and on to Final Fantasy fourteen. Are you a fan of fun? How about Friday nights? Well then, welcome to mandatory fun nights, where the fun is mandatory, but attendance isn't. Um, it, and although I, I'm not sure if that's the name we've been using, I thought it was uh, Final Fantasy Fun Night or Final Fantasy Fun Fest, something along those lines. I we're don't still know trying what, to figure out the name. Something what Abo decided, yeah. Yeah, 
Um, so um, Abavan is the one uh, running these on uh, every Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Check out the forums, po- this forum post for more. Um, link in the show notes. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's essentially we're trying to get everyone to. We essentially want everyone to focus on one day a week where it's, we all say, hey, everybody just jump into Final Fantasy. There's still so much to do. It's one of those things where we're always missing each other. Like, you know, I might log in Monday, everyone else logs in Tuesday or Wednesday. It's like we were all kind of missing each other. So it's like, why don't we just pick one night a week, everybody pile in, and then just go crazy doing something. So the more the merrier. Great idea. All right. And we have Captain Sybil's Star Trek Online update for the week ending in 10-9-2016. Starting on October 25th, the Star Trek Online Agents of Yesterday expansion will continue with a brand new episode update, the Agents of Yesterday. Captains will participate in Star Trek, the original series-themed episodes with a, stu- a new story arc through to New missions will feature the joys of exploration, dangers of unknown space, and amazement of the new discoveries with lasting consequences. The return of missing Starbase K-13 will become available as a fleet holding. Spectacular upgrades to graphics and lightning effects will be introduced to enhance the player's experience. And through Columbus Day slash early or sorry early Thanksgiving, wow, Canadian Thanksgiving, aka Monday, ten ten, there is a twenty percent off Starship sale in the C store. If you are a player waiting in the perfect time to purchase that sweet attack ship, but want a discount on it, this the awesome dreadnought or that stealthy temporal destroyer, you have to take advantage of the sale. Also, purchase T5 ships, get a free T5U upgrade token. Stash order older starships replaced with any new shiny starships from the sail ship. Ship sale, even. Your long-term problem has been resolved. With a 20% off dry dock sale currently running. We have all kinds of crazy... Okay, I think I like this game. There's sales. I love a good sale. Also, additional 20% off items include shared bank slots, ship upgrade tokens, and other goods and services. See the website and the seesaw for the list of items. And don't forget, the, Starbase, the fleet Starbase is still seeking contributions of materials and duty officers. Do your part. Current donations request in the fleet in-game menu. And once again, please check out news, backstories, patch notes, forums, commentary, and more on the Star Trek Online website, which is, of course, StarTrekOnline.com. Until next time, RRF Captain Sybil signing off. And with that, let's get back to Apolis and Arv and find out why no one's in Odessa and what's going on in Star Wars The Old Republic. Well, I guess I'll start since Hapless is still muted. Uh, we've been having a lot of fun with the Dark versus Light event that's been going on for a couple of months now. We anticipate there's maybe a month and a half left before the next expansion comes out on the second. And it's just been getting together in groups and doing things that are fun in there. We've also been running our mandatory fun nights on Tuesdays. And Saturdays, we have a little weekend group that gets together to do things. You know, just anybody needs anything completed, we get together to do that. We also have three ops groups that are currently running, Soldiers of Light, Lords of Light, and Sith with Unlimited Power. 
they're all doing very well. The Soldiers of Light Group's looking for a healer on them on their Mondays. So if anybody's interested and is in game, let them know. Just tell them on the forums. Use the forums. Go to the forums. I, I love that Sith with unlimited powers sup. It's like, hey, sup. <laughs> sup. We're raiding. Sup. Yeah, and everything has been really good on both factions since uh, with DDL, the player numbers are way up. Uh, I see some people who are in the podcast podcast with us right now that are sometime online. Mr. Tetsumi, I see you some from time to time. Uh, he was there today, in fact. I was. That's how I found out Odessa was empty again. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of people are coming to Jedi Covenant from other servers to play uh, with us. And especially because of Max and Sima, who are podcast celebrities with the Escape podcast. And uh, we have uh, new people that are in. Let's give them a, a few of them a shout out to Dead Owns, Born to Heat Bacon, and our newest member, Gamer Bear. Uh, Arv, I think Gamer Bear was with us last night. Oh, was that Kramer? I, mm, maybe. I'm not sure. Not sure. Maybe. <laughs> Max, can you confirm that if you can? <laughs> And we have uh, also uh, well some new, a new expansion coming out soon, Knights of the Eternal Throne. Uh, yeah, there was is, a little a little um, preview that dropped on Friday. Yeah, it's very it's little, very nice little trailer for it. Uh, oh, Kramer is Kubu. Uh, that gave us a, a, a little glance of what's coming out. Well. Or there are some mysteries that we had uh, about uh, Vayman and her mother and their relationship with them. Jeez, that yeah. sounds more like a soap opera than a sci-fi <laughs> game. Um, no. It's Star Wars. Soap opera in space. Yeah. Now, I can tell you, it dropped in the middle of the workday. And I, I work with a group of geeks. In fact, a group of geeks that we play um, RPGs with. And... I get an IM from my friend who happens to be, who's going to be running an up, upcoming Marvel game for us. He goes, just watch this, and I have some questions. I'm like, okay. And, of course, I watched it, and I almost cried and, you know, clutched at the pearls that I wasn't wearing. And so, like, okay, so what are your questions? Do we want to play Marvel, or should we st- stick to Star Wars? <laughs> yeah. Come <laughs> to Star Wars. Well, no, this, this, would, this would be a, a tabletop game, but, oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> It's one thing that, that Bioware has been really good at. They've been their cinematics are awesome. They're flawless. And yeah. this time they used they used the company Blur and Blur is the same one that did the cinematics for uh, Star Wars Battlefront. And Yeah, they look they amazing. are just amazing at what they do. Yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed it. Like, like I said, uh, on the Discord, I, I was a little confused from the timeline just because I didn't think um, Senya was that involved that early with the kids because in the storyline for Knights of the Fallen Empire, you really only see it from dad's point of view with the boys and you really don't see Velen's story. So it's kind of nice to fill in that gap, even though it kind of threw me for a loop like time-wise, like... I thought she left earlier, but okay. Yeah, it, it seems from the trailer that 
basically dad dad took the the, the girl away mm-hmm. at a very early age and Valen was out of the picture at that point. I mean Senya was put basically right. basically they decided to separate at that point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um with this new story we've got coming and it's supposed to be released on December 2nd. Mm-hmm. It's free to all subscribers. They're they're using the word premium players, but that just means if you are subscribed, you get it for free. Okay, good. That there was a little bit of confusion about oh, what is a premium player? If I log in now, it tells me to play premium. Well, if you're subscribed, you're already premium. Um, it's going to be coming with nine new chapters. They haven't made real clear about whether it's going to be all nine at once or a few here and a few there. But they they said they have heard that doing one a month wasn't quite enough and that they're going to step away from that a little bit anyway. From what Yeah, lo- what I, I kind of like that, though, that you were getting like one every three to four weeks because it kind of kept you engaged, like, oh, here's a new story point. But I can see where some people are like, I don't want to have to wait a month for the next part of it. Um, because you know, you're used to, let me just binge watch and play through everything. But the problem is if you let people just binge watch and play all the way through of it, then their next question is, okay, I got through all nine chapters in a week. Where's the next content? And that puts them in a bad situation too. So it'll be interesting to see how they space it out. Cause they have to, they have to meter it somehow. Right. Cause I think they learned that lesson from when they first launched and players had played through all the content within two months and were like, okay, what now? And it's like you weren't supposed to play through it all in two months. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we didn't think you were going to do it that fast. And oh no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But we're gonna we're gonna get those nine chapters. They're gonna bump the the level up from sixty five to seventy. And two new planets. They haven't given us the name of the planets, but two new planets are gonna show up. Um. They're saying that your dark versus light side choices, which they said mattered in Knights of the Fallen Empire, but they really didn't seem to make a whole lot of difference, Mm -hmm. will make a much more dramatic difference in this new expansion. Yeah, I heard something about the body count for your companions is going to be quite high. If you if if you decide to, that's what they have insinuated. Is that you you don't like a companion, you might be able to kill them off. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Fire them out I, the airlock. Which all I right, anticipate. So... I anticipate the ship droids are all going to die. So basically, <laughs> Star Wars is now being brought to you by George R. R. Martin. What? what yeah, that, that. that that could be yeah. Um. I'm just I'm thinking back over the the chapters that I played and I I really didn't want to get rid of any companion especially the only one that I did was um and and again I haven't played in a bit but it was the uh basically the con man the guy that can get you anything and uh I, I forget what his name oh, was cult 
called. Yes. I, I wanted to, yeah, you wanted to strangle him when he was against you. And you were kind of like grudgingly admire him when he's on your side, but you never quite trusted him. Um, the Lando. No, worse than Lando. <laughs> <laughs> this this guy wasn't suave, handsome, and, and uh, a smooth operator. Uh, no, got it. All right. So he, Lando he, without, the, without being played by Billy D. Williams. Got it. Right. Exactly. He's, he's just slick and right. slick, slick to his own benefit. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, that that'll be interesting. But I know they've also got to balance that in like people have put a lot of time and effort and money into getting Canyon to fifty levels of, um, uh, you know, of your of your companion rep, and then all of a sudden you lose that companion. That could be rough. Uh, yeah, because there were some people that were rather upset that they made the wrong choices, apparently, and cough went away. It's like, Ooh. but I had him at 50. I'd spent all that time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, it's just. That's it's the tough part about. Yeah, that's the tough part about making an MMO versus a single player. It's like, okay, these choices have to matter, otherwise you don't feel the impact. But sometimes the impact is more than you thought it was going to be, so that's that's a very fine line they've got to balance. Well, yeah, because you're dealing with right. people, you're dealing with people's emotions and the fact that you're not going to anticipate what part of the player base, how they're going to feel. Yeah. True. Then there's going to be people that are happy with the decisions and people that yeah. are just mad, and it shows up in the forums like any game. Um, yeah. The next part of it that they're sort of introducing, they haven't given us a whole lot of information about it, is the Galactic Command that you're going to rule with them. But they haven't told us much about what Galactic Command is. Hmm. And so apparently it's something you're going to have influence with and you're going to be doing these new uprisings, which are four-man content that they say will be with allies. They haven't said whether that will be other players, whether it could be your companions, that type of thing. And they haven't told us anything about the rewards that are supposed to come with that. But apparently that doesn't start until you actually hit level 70. Right. And so that one they're being kind of tight-lipped on. Like I said, with the uprisings, you're going to take people with you to fight the galaxy's most notorious adversaries. And basically uh, it sounds like another, another rep you can earn and build your reputation with them. Kind of like they did with um, Bodar and the uh, quote unquote fight club. Right. Right. Something similar to that. Maybe I, we just honestly don't know yet. Yeah. It might be some kind of conquest or maybe something akin to the, uh, to the, uh, I don't know, world quest and, uh, and and wow, some content that will be available on the 70 that that could probably expand the uh, 
the inter the interest in the game at level seventy. Well, yeah, now they're, they're very secretive, so but we'll see at that time. I was like, Max just said in uh, Discord, four-man group content, think Flashpoint or Dungeon um, for the WoW crowd. So is that uh, what we're talking about here with this um, group content then? That's what it sounds like. Yeah, I, I would be happy to see some other Flashpoints. Although we, we have a lot, and uh, with the DVL, uh, the nice thing about it is that we're going back through all of them to have the different tier, and so it's a it's a lot of, it's a lot of fun to go uh, and visit back uh, the Foundry uh, Red Reaper. Yeah, I have to do Red Reaper, so let's do and that you, tonight. You're doing that all on hard mode, mode, right? Well, you have to do it. A tier, it's either tactical or solo, mm-hmm. and another tier in uh, DVL, you have to do it R mode. Ah, okay. So okay. You have, you're running all the flashpoints at least twice. Gotcha. And um, yes, uh, Mac did conf- confirm uh, the, the Uprising is the four-man content. Oh, cool. Nice, nice. Very cool. And also, we'll have also an, a new feature that will be uh, Play Your Way. You'll choose to play any story, chapter, or battle in three new challenge mode. Uh, oh, really? Levels, yeah. You're going to have story mode, which is the not-so-hard uh, version, the veteran mode, which is going to be the not so easy version, and the master mode, which is going to be the really much, much harder than easy and harder than hard. And so I like gonna, that so they can challenge people. That's good. Yeah, it's kind of kind of like what we currently have in operations now that we've got story mode, hard mode, and oh lord, nightmare mode. Right. So, yeah. You know, it's you can do this. You might be able to do this, and you better be good to do this, kind of thing. Right. Exactly. It's kind of like, for lack of a better term, it's kind of like when they had on. Um, oh no, you said it for operations with the, with the nightmare mode, and people are always looking for a challenge. So that's good. Yeah. Yes. I think. Yeah. I think it's gonna be. Uh, it's going to be nice. You're going to be able to repeat the the content and see it uh, at different levels. And then the nice thing is the fact that then that gives, say, a player like me who is there to kind of see the story, kind of follow this, follow along. Really, isn't that an experience of a player when it comes something like that? That gives you the option. Hey, let me just do this in an easy way. Whereas a more advanced player that wants the challenging content, that wants a that type of stuff that it's out there for them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm seeing a lot of games starting to, to adopt that too. If you, uh, if you've played the writers of Vickers at all, they, they have the same setup to where you have the story or where you can at least see the story. And if that's all you're into, then you can not worry about it. But for those that want the challenge, they have the different levels. And I think that's a, a good way for a lot of these MMOs to go. And it's a great way to, con- it's a great way to, um, Customized to the type of player, because I can tell you, you know, I'm I'm a wimp when it comes to stuff. I want to play, I want to see it, but sometimes I just don't have time for the challenge. So I I do like it's a really great compromise they've come up with in general with the industry. 
And a lot of us thought that was what, what uh, in what Warcraft, what LFR was going to be, where it was going to be story mode, you know, tourist mode or whatever. And it kind of turned into a weird cesspool thing. But, you know, it's uh, that's also what we were kind of hoping that flex mode was going to be. Flex mode would be right. the nice story mode where you can just get in with your friends and play. Um, but then they turn that into normal. So, you know, it's mm-hmm. kind of hoping they decide to go back and look at that again for a while. That'd be great. Yeah. Um, um, no, oh. <laughs> and uh, well, there are some perks to being a premium uh, player. Uh, you, you will get the ultimate access, uh, which means uh, you get the eternal access to the new Knights of the Eternal Empire expansion. Uh, free at lunch, including one free eye level character to start your adventure. It's going to be one per subscribe uh, Swator account. You'll have unlimited access to the new Galactic Command system that unlock at level 70 To as you fight to grow your power and retain control of the galaxy in ongoing battles and uprising alone or with friends. But did, they say be- what, um, did they say what level that high-level character is or did they just say a high-level character? Probably like 60 or 65? Um, they have, haven't really specified. I know when... Knights of the Fallen Empire came out. You got a token in your in-game mail, and it would give you oh, what level was it? Uh, I think it's sixty. Sixty. That sounds right. Yeah. Which so was, you had, you got current, but not the end game. So you you right. got the five levels to level up. Right. That's perfect sense. Because you still need to experience the story they've worked so hard on. It, it's similar to like what WoW does is they give you a character boost to 100 when the max level is 110. Exactly. Said so you're you're going to have to play some to get to the point where you're at the end game level. Um, so you get you'll get that you'll get the the token basically is what we're anticipating, and all the access with the uprisings and the battles. And to be able to get all this for free, you have to be a premium player, which, like I said before, is just be subscribed mm-hmm. on December 2nd, and you'll get the story, whatever they release at that time, for free as Perfect. part of your part of your subscription. Now, as rewards for being subscribed now, on the 25th of October, if you are subscribed that day, there's going to be a Shea Vizsla companion, which she is the Mandalorian bounty hunter style companion. Which is awesome. Which you Hopefully will get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it, it'll be interesting to see her and the other Mandalorian companion um, interact, having both of them as companions. True, true. Her and um, Torian Kadera. Yep. And. If you're subscribed on the 27th, you'll get a free mount, which is a rapid recon walker. It's like a kind of like the walkers you see in the Star Wars movies, but only two legs instead of four. So it's just designed for one person. And if you subscribe continuously from the 25th of October all the way through the 27th of November, you'll get three days early access to the new release to 
for the new expansion. Now, I don't I touch on this. I don't know if anybody else has paid attention, Apples or Max or there. There's been some rumbling on the on the Spotor forums on their main forums about people who aren't very happy because they didn't announce any new operations, any what is it, new new dungeons. Basically, new raids or dungeons. They didn't announce any. They said uh, they would. They had multi-person content coming, which was more more than four people that they would be talking about in January. And so a lot of people are kind of upset for whatever reason that you know they they want to do the end game, and that's what they're here for, and they didn't get anything. And so, nah. Yeah. It'd be like launching a WoW expansion, but not having a raid in it. Right. And Which I is can, the problem with what they did initially when they released the game years ago, is there wasn't any of the endgame stuff, so I can see why people would be very upset about that. Yeah, and I can understand why people are up in arms about it, because now it's been two years since our last raid was released. It, it, that, that was with 3.0. They came out. And now we're moving into 5.0 and people are just like, what? No. I, and of course... Yeah, so the, the last raid was uh, Shadows of Revan. So it was pre-Knights of the Fallen Empire, right? Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the, the two they put out with, with Shadow of Revan. And so, you know, you, you go and look at the forums and you've got the typical, well, that's it, rage quit, I'm out of here. Right. But, of course, they keep posting on the forums, so they're not quite as out as they seem to insinuate. <laughs> well, they want to make sure now, you saw. Right. Yeah. Yeah, what uh, Max just said was there was a side discussion at the Cantina event in New York. They specified that the eight-man group content um, that is coming, but it will not be fully announced until January. So until then, the uprisings are hoping is going to hold people over, though we all know how gamers are. Probably not. <laughs> right. And it's it's just one of those why didn't it... I. I can understand because I'm one of those people that I've been running the same operations, even though they made them a little harder, you know, for the, that entire length of time. It's, well, you didn't, you got it ready three months or a month after you released this. Why didn't you just release it with it? And it could be a number of things. It could be problems in the coding and they're still working on it, trying to fix things that they noticed that came up. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, it's been... Uh, a, we, we've we repeated the uh, Ray ups and ups and ups and ups and well, uh, we have an anchoring for, for new stuff. But at least we have some nice dances that we can do in the game, so... <laughs> and you are the master of the dancer. Yes. <laughs> Is there anything else, Apples? Did we miss anything? Anything you want to bring up? No, I think we're 
good good uh we'll have uh, everybody come on by on uh, mandatory mandatory fun night on tuesday and saturday uh we'll, uh, we're having a lot of fun helping everybody with their dvl either world bosses uh, flashpoints uh, hard modes uh, anything awesome very cool. And I, I am definitely looking forward to the new content because I really enjoyed um, the Knights of the Fallen Empire storyline. I, I only completed it on my trooper. Um, I still want to go back and do it on a couple of my other uh, characters. Uh, that is, if I can get out of WoW's world quest black hole that it sucks you into. And you feel, I mean, I'm having a hard time uh, just playing alts because I'm so focused on what I want to do with Tet in in the main story on that. But I'm really looking forward to to Bioware storytelling for Knights of the Eternal Empire. It looks fun. Yeah, I I have no idea about alts. I, I wouldn't know. <laughs> Not at all. Okay. What classes are, are your halt? Aren't they all bounty hunters? <laughs> No, I, I've actually got more Sith Inquisitors than I do Bounty Hunters. <laughs> oh, nice, nice, nice. So branching out, but just well, along the same two branches. Well, there's one. There's one that's pew pew, and then there's one that's that's lightning. Got okay. Yeah. Got <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, well, that's no good. Like someone said uh, in the past, the only good sork is a healing sork. Oh, that must have come from Sema. No, 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 it came from Machia. I was about to say, I think it came from Machia. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, thank you guys very much. This has been fun. Um, I need to look at the show notes. There we go. Sorry about that. Well, thank you guys for uh, having having. I want to thank you guys for coming to the show and being on tonight. And while the showroom begins, while the chat room begins suggesting <laughs> show titles, uh, we definitely want to thank you guys again for joining us. Uh, we appreciate it. We had Max and a few others in the in the Discord, so that was fun to banter back and forth. Um, where can we find you guys if people want to get a hold of you besides in game? Okay, well, uh, yeah, I can be finding. Mostly in game or on Twitter at Ben in MTL. Um, also in the Discord, uh, look for Apolis. And uh, that's about it. And Simo says to look in Canada to find me. <laughs> that's there right. And happy early Thanksgiving. Thank you. And Arv, where can people find you? On Twitter, I'm at Arv underscore AIE. And in Discord, it's just Arv. They can find me either place and hit me up, coming game, ask for an invite. Get on in here. Awesome. Cool. Alrighty. I guess if we're done, then uh, I will move on to if you have any questions or comments about our show, you can email us at podcast at aie-guild.org. You can also follow us on Twitter. The show is at AIE Podcast. I am at the Mucow. Michaela, Michaela 
is at Cyberwafe. Apparently, uh, apparently, I said Cyberwife or something last time, and it was pointed <laughs> out to me. So I made sure to pronounce yeah. Cyberwafe. And Tetsemi is at Ivory Tiger. We record live with video every other Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. You can join the chat room and play along with us on our website at aie-guild.org slash podcast dash live dash stream. And our Discord server for chat is at bit.ly slash AIE podcast discord. And it'll be in the show notes. Uh, our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at keys with soul or visit his website, keyswithsoul.com. All right, and it's now time to play all the great AIE member segments we received this week, which is, at this time, overly dramatic news by Hunts the Wind. Just a reminder, guys, we are always taking segment submissions. You can email those to us, podcast at aie-guild.org. All right, and next time in two weeks, we will be talking to someone about something. I'm suspecting we may have more WoW content, but we'll see what we need to talk about. Yes, it's to be announced. Exactly. Just follow the uh, the announcements channel on the podcast Discord, and I'll post it in there as soon as we know. So until then, AIE, this is Tetsemi. This is Mew. This is Makala. And this has been the AIE Podcast. New chef has Dalaran eateries feeling the heat. It's the overly dramatic news. I'm Hunts the Wind. The mages of the Kirin Tor have a well-earned reputation as picky eaters, analyzing each mouthful for subtle flavors and textures and quite unafraid to send meals back to the kitchen if they are displeased. This makes running a restaurant in Dalaran a challenging proposition, and this challenge got even more difficult when the move to the Broken Isles disrupted the usual supply chains for the ingredients upon which the bistros rely. In an attempt to keep their customers happy, management brought in a new master chef, a Pandaren barely out of cooking school, to come up with new dishes using local ingredients. But the transition has been a rough one, with many diners opining that their meals are well done, as in charred beyond recognition. Is the new chef in over his head? ODN was able to score an exclusive interview with the Pandaren earlier today. He tells us that, for him, cooking is quite literally his religion. His supplications to his gastronomic gods require him to make numerous burnt offerings in exchange for inspiration and recipes. He asked us to convey his sincere apologies to Dalaran diners and begged for their patience, saying if they wanted the filthy animal and a hero's welcome to truly be three-star establishments, they would have to be willing to make some sacrifices. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind.